Sales win rates have plummeted to a mere 17%, and outdated technology and tedious manual processes are to blame. Meanwhile, managers lack the visibility they need to hold their teams accountable. But imagine a world in which these crippling issues are solved automatically. Revenue.io automates the most frustrating parts of sales so reps can focus on what they do best, selling. Completely automate pre-call research, logging conversation data in your CRM, writing post-conversation recap emails, and prioritized outreach. And as reps book more meetings and close more deals, managers gain the real-time insight they need to scale what's working across their entire team. Ready to say goodbye to tedious sales processes and watch your win rate soar? Head over to Revenue.io to learn more. It's time to accelerate. Hi, I'm your host, Andy Paul. Join me as I host conversations with the leading experts in sales, marketing, sales automation, sales process, leadership, management, training, coaching, any resource that I believe to help you accelerate the growth of your sales, your business, and most importantly, you. Hello, and welcome to the show. I am very excited to talk with my guest today. Joining me is John Wibben founder and CEO of Content Launch and author of a great book for people who are just getting started in the world of creating their own online content entitled Content is Currency. I remember reading that thinking, great, great guide for people at the beginning, just the beginning of that process. So you know, in general, sort of a preface to the show is you know, customers are looking for information differently these days. People are looking to buy your product or service. And as sales teams, you can't just rely on that face-to-face -face selling or person-to-person -person selling or a static website to help buyers learn about your product or service. You have to engage with and nurture your prospects along their buyer's journey. And even smaller enterprises have to think about this word content marketing. And I know it's a bit of a buzzword, but it's really important to understand what it is and how to use it to generate leads for your business. So John Whitman is here today to help us sort it all out. John, welcome to the show. Thanks, Andy. Great to be here. So take a minute, introduce yourself, tell people what you do and who you do it for. Yeah, so I've been running a company called Content Launch for 12 years. Uh, we, for that period of time, have been in the content writing services area, uh, writing for over 200 agencies, uh, gosh, over 450 companies, um, you know, writing blog posts and white papers and ebooks and case studies and site pages and you name it, high quality content, uh, mainly B2B. Um, with over 200 writers on our team across the U.S. Um, about two years ago, I looked at the space and I realized that there wasn't really a platform, a content marketing platform for the SMB community. Um, there were others that were geared towards large enterprise, so we decided to build one for the SMBs, um, and that content marketing platform is now in beta. We've been in beta for about a year and um, have had a lot of folks uh, check it out and uh, we're going to be launching to the world officially in January, it looks like. So, um, yeah, pretty exciting. And uh, I guess for all intents and purposes, I'm sort of a content marketing geek, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, nice, uh, nice to label, your, label yourself as such. So <laughs> let's, let's put that geekness to work here and define content marketing. So everybody's read about it. So tell people really what it is because I think there's still a lot of confusion. I think people mean to say, hey, I write a blog. I'm doing content marketing. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I, I would I would say it, it's this. So, in in business over the last forty or fifty or sixty years, however you want to call it, we all know what advertising is. It's promoting your product or service with a commercial or a, a print ad, 
um, or a billboard. All that is great, and that's all called advertising. Um, but that's all sort of in your face, hey, look at us, look at our fancy products, feature benefit, you know, um, and you're hoping, you're hoping that folks will look at that ad and go, my God, I got to buy that. I got to check that out. What content marketing is, it sort of puts, turns it on its face and says, okay, my, I have prospects out there. They want to learn about my products and services. They want to learn about my industry. So you, as Mr. or Mrs. Business Owner, your goal, your job now is to provide them with education, tips, videos, training, tutorials, any kind of uh, content that you think will help them learn more about your industry, your products and services. Um, you know, that's sort of the goal now. And, you know, we're not throwing away advertising. We're just adding this content marketing thing to the promotional mix of your company. So it's using blogs uh, that are educational. It's using videos for like training, you know. Um, it's it's using webinars. It's using podcasts like like yours, Andy. Uh, this one here. Um, it's using um, white papers and industry reports and teaching, 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 educating as much as you can, and then staying in front of your prospects with that material over and over again, week after week. So that you stay in front of them in hopes that when they are ready to buy, whether that's next week or next month or next year, they will remember you because you gave them tons of awesome education and they will feel indebted to you. So that's why they end up buying from you because you just taught them everything they ever wanted to know. Um, so that's a long definition answer to your question, but that's essentially what it is. Yeah. So I mean, what people are doing is obviously, as you talked about, the buyer's journey has changed and yeah. where before advertising was just really peaking the interest, right? That at that point, if you had an interest in a product and service before the internet, if you wanted to go learn about it, you had to go visit a store or pick up a phone and talk right. to, if you're a business, business, talk to a salesperson. Right. And that was, that was it. Now, obviously everybody knows today is that people before they buy, they go online. I mean, almost 100% people go online, yeah. research a product or service, whether it's for themselves personally or for a business expense, and educate themselves to a certain degree before they decide to engage. Now, that's not to say that still isn't some outbound prospecting to take place, absolutely, but even at that point, if you're an outbound, you know, if you've been the recipient, let's say, of a cold call, if you're a buyer and somebody first cold called you or sent you an email and led to a, a warm call, first thing you do is you're going to go online and start engaging with that company's content. So you'll educate yourself regardless of the fact how the sales, that company first interacted with you, I guess, is the best way of saying it. Yep. And that is content marketing. How do you build that relationship, build some level of trust is what you're saying yeah. because you've provided something of value to them in terms of them educating themselves and becoming more, uh, more astute and a position to make a better purchase decision. Right. Right. The way I like to say it, Andy, is you're now, if you're in business at all, you're now a publisher, you're a publisher of information and education. And so just like a magazine, um, you know, uh, it, it never goes away. You always have to publish that magazine every month uh, with that new content. So that's, that's how I like to um, you know, express it to companies that are just getting started is, hey, you're now in the publishing business. And by the way, that never ends. That never goes away. This is now an operational piece of your business that you will now do forever and ever. <laughs> well, that probably seems pretty daunting to people when they think <laughs> about that. So if yeah. you are a startup, if you are a small, medium-sized business, what sort of resources does it take 
setting aside your system for a second, but just you know, to get into this this content business, you said to become a publisher, which I mean, I agree with you, right? Is, is you need to be able to establish your own platform, if you will, as a company, part of your branding. You know, what do you stand for? What's what are you sharing with your potential customers in terms of information about your product or service? So, what's the resource you need to be able to make that happen? Yeah, and and you know, I I don't want to scare anybody. I think the idea is that hey, if you're doing all this content, you're actually going to get some of those those prospects and those customers and those folks that are following you in social media, they're going to do some of the marketing for you, right? So you're actually leaning on your users and your audience to share your stuff and to bring other people into the mix uh, and introduce your company to their friends and family and coworkers, et cetera. So that's, that's the beautiful thing about content marketing is, number one, there's an ROI, uh, a very strong ROI associated with it. It costs less, typically, almost always, than advertising. Um, it's measurable. And, um, and so, you know, that's the idea is you're actually making it easy, easier on yourself in the long term than if you just advertise and that's all you do. So in terms of resources, what you need, really, it's, it's easy to get started. Um, you really need a blog, okay? If you're a company out there doing business today, you got to have a blog. And the blog serves as the hub for all of your content activities. It's, it's where you publish first. And, you know, very simple to get a WordPress blog set up. You know, you can do it in a week or less. It's not that hard. Um, the hard part really comes in actually, you know, creating, planning, and creating the content. Um, and obviously, you can get help with that, too. You, you don't have to do it all yourself. Um, so it's important to build an ecosystem around your content program. Um, so, so get a blog. Um, you know, be on social media. Set up your social media profiles, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. YouTube, uh, start with those, and then maybe you'll get others after that. Um, and uh, make, look at your website, see what your content looks like on your website. Take, a, take an inventory of your, your site pages and see what you got there. And ask yourself, is this just feature benefit? Is this just us talking about how great we are as a company? Or do we have educational content on our site that's, that's actually going to help people learn and, and find out more about us? Do you have case studies? Do you have testimonials? Those kind of things are really important to have. So. Um, so it's, it's not that hard to get started. It's just, you know, you got to put some wheels in motion and, and get the structure built around it uh, first and then then start, you know, with the planning and creating. So, yeah, I mean, it really sounds like the plan comes first, right? So the yeah. plan is if you want to begin into content marketing, what are the goals typically of a good content marketing plan? Well, the goals, number one, is um, understand your audience. Uh, you know, who are they? We talk about the buyer's journey. Um what are your personas? So let's define persona. So your personas are the, the people, the groups that you sell to. So for us, you know, we have three or four different personas. You know, agencies is one of our personas, right? Because we sell our content services to uh, digital marketing agencies. Okay. Um, so that's, that's a persona. So ask yourself as a business, what are my personas? What kind of customer groups do I have? And, and that's where you start. Um, so and the, and the yeah. persona goes a little bit deeper too. It's not just identifying who they are, but also sort of who they are, right? Not just yeah. not just yeah. you know, hey, it's it's, it's, this type, it's an agency, but who's that buyer look like inside that agency? Exactly. Yeah. So buying habits, demographics, you know, uh, age, uh, what are their likes, dislikes? Yeah, the the whole demographic profile of the of the, the audience definitely want to know all that. Um, and then, you know, I would say that setting up Google Analytics is a really good idea because you want to measure all this, and this is where, where you're going to be measuring it. So it's, it's free to set that up, and you know, there's, there's other analytics tools out there, but Google Analytics is, is the industry standard because it's, it's free, and they have a lot of good data in there. 
Um, right. So just then, again, for people that are listening and maybe aren't familiar, it's, you know, it's a piece of code that you can embed on every page of your website that tracks yep. who, who visits, how long they've stayed there, and so on. Yep. Where they go yep. to next. Yeah. And then I would say, to, to you know, finish answering your question, I would say that um, you know, understanding uh, what you're going to write about. So what are, what are the important topics that are important to your audience? And I would survey them. I would talk to them. I would look at your competition and see what content they're doing, your competitors. Um, you got to be on par with them or find your niche as compared to them. You want to definitely find a niche there. Um, and, uh, and then start planning after that. But those are the initial objectives, I would say. Yeah, well, I think you bring out a good point there is, you know, survey your competition, see what they're doing, obviously. Uh, survey your customers, see what information is important to them that they want to learn about. And this is not just your existing customers, but prospects that you've been talking to and so on. Yep. And then, yeah, set a stake in the ground that that is different, right? I mean, how are you different? Why are customers buying from you as opposed to someone else? Yeah. And then that's a good place to start in terms of building your content and things you're going to talk about that relate to your point of differentiation. Right. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. And it seems like a little daunting. Again, perhaps, you know, you're talking about setting up a blog, which is pretty straightforward these days for people. And you said there's help you can get externally. There's help like your company and others that, that provide writing services. I mean, if you want to get started and you're a little concerned, well, you're not really sure, you think maybe you have some topics, but you don't have anybody in your staff who's a writer, then hire it out. Yeah. Yeah. Happens all the time. A lot of companies do that. Yeah. And it's not that expensive. Maybe... I don't know, 60, 70 bucks a blog, right? Something like that, depending on quantity. It, you know, so it doesn't have to be hugely expensive, being the point. Is you can get started and you know, get some pretty high-quality content out there that then, once you start to get sensitive, maybe you can start taking over internally and saying, we're going to be on a schedule. Because the important thing about content, is, especially if it's like blogging and so on, is you have a schedule, people begin to count on it, right? If you're providing yeah. this good information to your prospects, you know, in every Tuesday you blog, Make sure you're there every Tuesday. That's right. And one thing I want to stress, Andy, is that this is not really a cost. This is an investment, right? I mean, it, it's, it sounds sort of cliche to say that, but it really is. In the long term, this is a this is a really good investment that you're making um, in not only your marketing efforts, but your company. Um, operationalizing content marketing, is it's an asset. Um, and so, yeah, you're going to spend some money on the front end to set everything up, and you're going to spend some money, you know, ongoing, uh, getting some of this content written. Uh, but it really is an investment, and it does pay off. Um, so that's critical. Well, I think you have to look at it from both sides of the coin, which is what's the cost to you if you're not doing it? Right. So if you're in a field that's competitive, and you look at your competitors, and your competitors are putting out some a good, high-quality blog, maybe once or twice a week, and they've got... Uh, you know, new content popping up on LinkedIn, and maybe they've got some videos they throw up once or twice a month on YouTube that they're then, you know, then highlighting that's available either through social media or email to their their customer base. Then you're at a disadvantage if you're not right. doing something. So you have to. It's not just a matter of uh, of gosh, this is a great thing, sort of nice to have. It's you need to say that hey, there's a cost if we're not doing it. Yeah, that's right. And and the other thing, too, that's really important to understand is that you're building a database here, and your database is absolute gold to your business. 
Uh, when folks download your ebook or your webinar recording or your white paper on your website and you ask for their name and their email address and maybe their phone number, you're capturing that data and you keep capturing data on everyone that downloads that stuff and you now have that data to be, uh, to be used on an ongoing basis so you can email them additional content, right? So it's really important to understand that it's, it's about building this database and, and then ongoing communicating with those folks uh, every week, every month, ongoing. Um, and, and making sure that database is, is up to date as well ongoing. But I, I wanted to make that point because a lot of folks think, oh, I'm doing all this content, how am I actually capturing names and how do, I, how do I keep in touch with these people? Well, when they fill out a form on your website, that's how you're capturing the data. Yeah, and it's, again, if companies aren't involved in this, it's something you really need to think seriously about in terms of your plan and fact it's the way that you interact with your prospects and begin to change and, and you're kind of doing it through uh, more varied channels instead of just your sales team. Right. You know, this is the way customers expect to, to learn about products and services, not just from a salesperson, but through content marketing, engaging with a company on a content level. Yep. Okay, we're going to take a short break. Now, before we do, I'm going to pose a hypothetical scenario for you. You're a CEO, you run a company for half for a long time, entrepreneur. Give you a little scenario to think about, a little bit twist on that. So, let's say you've been hired as a sales manager at a company whose sales just haven't been going that well. And the CEO is really anxious for things to turn around. So you need to engineer the sales turnaround. Okay. What would you do in your first week of the job? What two things would you do on your first week in the job that would have the biggest impact? Okay. So think about that during the break. We'll be right back. My guest, John Wibben, CEO of Content Launch. Hi, this is Andy. Connect and Sell is used by sales reps at nearly a 1,000 companies, including hundreds of technology startups and several Fortune 500 companies, to overcome the challenges of getting prospects on the phone. Companies using Connect and Sell grow their revenues faster by enabling their sales reps to have more sales conversations in 90 minutes than they could otherwise achieve in an entire week. Connect and Sell can be deployed directly to your sales reps, or you can take advantage of their outbound on-demand service, which delivers qualified prospect meetings scheduled directly on your sales reps' calendars. Visit connectandsell.com to learn more about how Connect and Sell can start filling your pipeline today. Hi, welcome back to the show. I'm Andy with my guest, John Wibben, CEO of Content Launch. So, John, before we jump into talking about your new product you'll be releasing in January, proposed a scenario to you. New sales manager into a company needs to do a sales turnaround. What two things would you do in the first week that would have the biggest impact? Great question. So first, I would talk to twenty customers, not email. I would pick up the phone and talk to twenty of our of the key customers, um, at least twenty, if you have that many, um, and and talk to them, interview them, find out what is important to them. Um, why are they a customer of yours? Really get inside their head. Um, that would be first. So understanding who the audience is. And that would take you maybe a couple days, right? Um, but time very well spent. Um, so that'd be number one. Um, number two, I would, um, I would actually have a meeting with everybody in the company. It would be an all, all hands on deck meeting. And we would talk a very serious conversation about the marketing, uh, the sales and marketing efforts for the company and the direction that we're going to take it. And, and the important thing about that is you want to get everybody on board. If not on board, you, you want them to at least understand because this is a cultural change, not just in the marketing department, but in the entire company because a best practice really is 
to not just have the marketing team and the content writers write you know content, but have the IT guy write a blog post, have the CEO do a blog post maybe once every few months. Um, everybody needs to be a part of this content marketing culture of your company. Um, and that is absolutely critical. I don't care if you're a large company, small company, startup. It's got to be part of the culture. So those are the two things I would do. Okay. Good answer. Appreciate it. So let's jump back in then. I'll talk about content marketing, specifically talking about, I guess, is your product name actually going to be Content Launch? Yeah, it is. Uh -huh. Okay. So Content Launch. So been in beta. This is, as I understand, and you'll tell us here, is it's a platform for a company to use to sort of be there controller, if you will, of your content marketing program. That's right. So essentially what it is, it's a, uh, a hub for all your content activities. So you create the content in our platform, you distribute it, you push it out to all your various channels through our platform. Um, you get measurement and data uh, on that content through our platform. Uh, so there are uh, six modules, consult, create, collaborate, calendar, promote, and measure. And each of those speak to an important part of the content marketing process. Um, so with Collaborate, for example, we give you the tools inside our platform to connect with influencers in your space and bring them into content projects, um, either as a co-author or a co-promoter, um, so that you can have more eyes on your content. So, so, so give an example of that. Yeah. So, for example, um, in, in my space, in the content marketing space, obviously there, I know a lot of folks uh, like myself who've written books, who speak at conferences. So one thing that I do is I connect with, with uh, you know, folks like Joe Polizzi and Lee Oden and, and Jay Bear, and I ask them if they would be a part of a blog post, for example, or you know, would they help me promote an ebook? Mm -hmm. uh, nine times out of ten, they're going to do that because I'm going gonna, gonna, to do the same thing for them, right? So that's the idea is helping each other. And the key is, if you partner with thought leaders like that, a lot of them have 50,000, 100,000 you know, followers on Twitter and, and LinkedIn. So you're getting a lot of bang for your buck, if you will, when you connect with folks like that. So we give you the tools to do that inside Content Launch. So, so what is that tool? I mean, how does that work? I mean, you just type in a name and you have a database associated with it searches, or how does that work? Yeah, so we, uh, we partner with Tracker, which is an influencer marketing platform. Um, early on in our in our beta, and we're now transitioning to another provider uh, that does the same thing. But essentially, what Tracker was is it's an influencer marketing platform that we plug right into their API, and then you can you know type in a, a search term or an industry, and then up will pop you know the top ten influencers, and then you can connect with them right through our platform and bring them into a project. Um, and then we also give you the ability to connect with your LinkedIn and Twitter followers right inside Content Launch, so you can bring them in too. So, so that's the collaborate feature. And then on the pushing content out, we connect with 15 different platforms, so WordPress and HubSpot and uh, SlideShare and all the social channels. So you can push your content out to all those places just with the click of a button. Uh, so when that blog post is ready, you can push it out instantaneously, it goes out, and then we get data back from those content connections and let you know um, how your content is performing. Uh, so we give you a, a content score, one number on each content piece that, that's sent out, uh, and that's an algorithm that we've developed based on all these data points, you know, likes and shares and tweets and downloads, and we're mashing that together and then spitting back a content score on every content piece that you push out through our system. So that's that's part of the measurement measurement module. Um, yeah, so it's you know we've gotten a lot of good feedback, and um, you know we built it for SMBs, but I will say we've gotten a lot of interest from agencies. So we're building an agency version as well, so they can use the platform uh, to on the behalf of their clients. Um, and then, you know, our, our dirty little secret is we actually built some features and functionality in there for, for the large enterprise. 
Um, so we've had interest from, from some pretty big companies uh, because we are more affordable than most of the other platforms. In fact, all of them uh, in, in the industry. Um, and then we saw uh, an opportunity for price disruption, uh, quite frankly, in the space. And so we, we went ahead and did that. Um, so so what, are you, what are you competing against? I mean, so if someone's evaluating and said, look, we want to jump into this content marketing. Yep. I mean, the first step maybe is, hey, I want to get a marketing automation system like uh, an Acton or a HubSpot or something like that. Yep. Is that, yeah, is that the first step to get the marketing automation and then look at content launch? Or can you start with content launch without even having a marketing automation back end? Yeah, that's a good question. You can start with us before you get a marketing automation provider. In fact, some of our users don't aren't on Marketo or Eloqua or HubSpot or one of the others. Um, and really, our platform works in conjunction, is complementary to a marketing automation platform. So in other words, we partnered with HubSpot when we built this. We came to HubSpot and we said, hey, we want to partner with you on this build. And they were very gracious and very helpful all through the build. And so we connect with them and, and everything is very seamless. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the idea is to have you know a marketing automation platform and a content platform working together, but you can certainly start with the content platform, and the content platform is more affordable um, than, than typically the marketing automation platform, so it's a little easier to, to fit that in the budget, but, um, but yeah, good question, Andy. Well, what would the marketing automation give you in addition to what you're doing? Yeah, so, um, so for example, um, on HubSpot or Acton or you know, Marketo, um, you can't connect to SlideShare, for example, right? Um, you can't connect to WordPress, right? Um, so they don't have the content connections and you know pushing out to all those various content communities like we do. Mm -hmm. um, so so marketing automation is great because they have they have the breadth, right? You can do emails through there, you can do social management through there, you can build landing pages through there, but they don't have the depth when it comes to content, right? They have the breadth for marketing, but not the depth for content. So we take, we take that depth piece and we build in the content score. We build in the content communities and distribution of those places. We build in this collaborate feature. They don't have that either, right? So, so they really work in conjunction. Okay. Okay. And so what's the profile of a company that would be sort of an ideal user for content launch? Yeah, so I would say, um, you know, a company, I mean, really any company can use it and get benefit out of it, but the typical user that we're seeing is, you know, a, a medium-sized business, maybe, you know, 10 to 40 million in revenue. Uh, they have a team of maybe three or four in their marketing department, and they're just taxed. They don't have the time, the resources, um, the, the bandwidth to really do all their content. So they're looking for a tool that can really help them save time and save money um, and be more effective with their, with their content. Um, so that's a, that's a typical kind of user that we're seeing. We're also seeing a lot of agencies. So a, a small agency maybe doing five to 20 million in revenue a year uh, that maybe have anywhere from 10 to 30 clients and they want to use Content Launch to manage content, their content program for their clients. Uh, so that's another, another user we're seeing. Yeah, so, but, and do you have anything, you didn't talk about the first module, which is the create module. So is there any sort of aspect in there that helps them, you know, come up with the user, come up with an idea for what they should be writing about? I mean, is there, you know, a tool that says, hey, here's some ideas or, or how, yeah. do they, how do they create that or face that blank page? That seems yeah. to be the... Yeah, so, um, so the create module is where that happens and we're actually building that out as we speak. Um, we, we need to increase the functionality with that feature. So we're, we're doing that and that should be up and running here in about 30 days. So but... what, what would that do? So essentially, you're going to be able to you know type in a keyword or an industry, and then or an idea for a content piece, and then uh, it'll spit back you know the top ten ideas 
um, as it relates to that term that you just put in. So, and then we're also building in a content curation uh, piece so that you can curate content through our platform. Now, we won't have all the bells and whistles of it, like a curata, for example, but uh, we will have that curation piece built in too. So, um, so that's being all built as we speak, and um, you know, hopefully that'll be uh, up and running fairly soon. Well, and the curation for again, for people maybe aren't you know up to date with the buzzwords that happen to curation is that gosh, you don't have to create everything that you use in your content marketing, and that's really right. a key piece. I think people overlook is you know the great powers of the internet is there is all this information out there. Yep. And you can use tools as simple as setting up Google alerts for specific keywords, and every day Google will send you emails with links to articles and white papers and other things relevant to that, that keyword you put in. And gosh, then you can just take those. I mean, even as a salesperson myself, I do that. And if there's something that I set up Google alerts for a new prospect, let's say, and I might put in a Google alert for their their uh, their industry and the names of their competitors and you know, a few other things and I'll get this email with links from Google and then I can send an email to the prospect and say hey I was just thinking about this morning when I came across this article online about XYZ yep and that's that's curating content that's and right. then providing it to them to them they don't they don't really care whether you wrote it or not it's what's the value to them that's right that's right yeah all right well perfect well good John well we'll look forward to that and you'll There'll be information on uh, our website where you can find out more information about uh, content launch as well as John will give you his contact information in just a few minutes. So now last part of the show, we do some rapid fire Q&A. You're just going to give me one word answers or you can elaborate if you wish. So you ready? Yeah, ready. All right. First one, what's the most powerful sales tool in your arsenal? Wow. (laughs) It's hard to pick. Um, I would say... Um, my book. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Content launch. Your... Yeah, it's a good book. Content launch. Or excuse me. Content is currency, right? I'm sorry. Content is currency. Currency. I can. I'm. I can make the mistake. I'm the host. So, name one tool you use today for sales or sales management that you can't live without. HubSpot. HubSpot. Yep. And do you use the CRM package within HubSpot? Uh, no, we don't. We use uh, Salesforce. Salesforce. Okay. Who's your sales role model? You know, it's going to sound a little cliche and a little cheesy, but I, I, I'm a big Tony Robbins fan and I always have been. I just, I love what he brings to the table. And I think the key there is you got to make it fun. You got to engage people. And everything that he does, everything he's done for 35 years is infused with that. Okay, great. Inspirational, motivational, nothing wrong with that at all. What's the one book every salesperson should read? Content is currency. <laughs> uh, um, uh, wow, um, that's a little bit of a stumper. I can't. I know the book, but I can't remember the title. Um, you know, let's let's use that Tony Robbins example. Awaken the Giant Within. I think that's a really good book for anyone to read that, that's interested in sales. Okay, and for our business in general, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so here's a really tough one. What's your favorite music to listen to when you're psyching yourself up for an important meeting? <laughs> Another tough one because I'm such a music guy, but um, I would say ACDC, believe it or not. <laughs> you know, the ACDC, I think, is number one on the list of all the people we've interviewed. And so, so far, really? we've done about 60 interviews. Yeah, I think ACDC wow. is the number one choice so far. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> not that there's, you know, 20 people said that, but still... By far the second, number one. Second would be Van Halen's first album. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
What's the, what was the name of that one? Um, I think it was called Van Halen. Van Halen, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah, I, I liked, uh, what was the, the first one was Sammy Hagar. What was that called? That was my favorite one of theirs. Um, uh, yeah, I can't remember, but yeah, good album. So last question for you. What's the one question you get asked most frequently by potential customers of yours when you first meet them? Why should I spend money on content? And what's your answer? My answer is what I, what I talked about earlier, that it is an investment. And I approve that it's an investment because I look at, I have five or six studies that have studied the ROI of content marketing versus advertising, and it's plain as day. It's not even close. Um, so I reference those studies uh, when, I'm, when I'm selling, if I need to, um, and it works every time, just about. And so what is the ROI? I mean, how, not what is the ROI, but uh, yeah. how, do you, how do they, what are they judging the ROI on? Yeah, that's, that's a tough question to answer. I mean, I could spend all day answering that question, but I will say that in general, um, the cost uh, to get a new lead in general um, is about half uh, with content marketing versus advertising. So um, the number I'm, I'm shooting for is it's about it's about a hundred bucks on average across all industries, all businesses. Um, it's about a hundred bucks to get a new customer. So cost customer. of acquisition for a lead, hundred bucks with content marketing versus a versus two hundred for advertising. Yeah. Okay, that's a pretty significant difference for people to look at. Yep. All right. Well, great. Well, I want to thank you for joining me today. My guest has been John Wibben, CEO, founder of Content Launch. John, please tell folks how they can find out more about you and, and your upcoming product. Yeah. So they can go to contentlaunch.com uh, to get a free trial of the software and, and join our beta. We, we'll be uh, we made beta for another three months um, approximately. So yeah, go to contentlaunch.com and they can check out my book, Content is Currency, on Amazon. And uh, they can reach me at uh, john, J-O-N, at contentlaunch.com. Great. Yeah, and I do recommend people read his book. I read it and uh, before I was just at the beginning of my business in terms of blogging and everything, and it was very, very educational. So remember, friends, make it a part of your day every day to deliberately learn something new to help you accelerate your success. Subscribing to this podcast is an easy way to do that. Make sure that you don't miss any of our conversations with top business experts like our guest today, John Wibben, who share their experience and wisdom about how to accelerate the growth of your business. So thanks for joining us, and until next time, this is Andy Paul. Good selling, everyone. Thanks for listening to the show. If you like what you heard and want to make sure you don't miss any upcoming episodes, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher.com. For more information about today's guest, visit my website at andypaul.com. Hey, sales strategists. At Revenue.io, we're not just imagining the future of sales. We're building it. We offer the world's most complete platform for revenue teams, and we're featured in the most recent Forrester Waves for both sales engagement and conversation intelligence. With Revenue.io, you can slash call prep time to seconds, guide your reps in real time to have more successful conversations, and after calls, we generate ready-to-send recap emails so sellers can keep deals soaring toward the finish line at light speed. See the future of sales now at Revenue.io.